This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Countdown, motherfucker. Five, four, three, two, one, lift off. Welcome to another episode of Genius Brain. If it's uploaded today, it must be a Thursday because every Thursday is just me and David. I'm your other host, Joe Jitsukawa, and that is my other host, David Slow. Here we go. Today, we are going to do some Patreon exclusive questions. Uh, what is it called? Genius support? Suggestions. <laughs> Genius suggestions. I like support too. You know Actually, the other support day, sounds good. Yeah. I was like, uh, you know, like a, a good a good bra. We we support we support them to as well. <laughs> we'll call it genius bra. Genius bra. We we give good support. We give good. We lift them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> we lift you up and yeah. give you genius bra. That might be even genius better. Bra. It's genius bra. Why? We, we lift you up and support you. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Fuck this yeah. genius bra. That's fucking dope. But this is where uh, exclusive uh, Patreoners can give us questions and write, you know, whatever they feel, whatever they think. And then, you know, we pick out the best out of the bunch mm-hmm. and we go off. The more descriptive, the better, because, you know, the better advice that we can give. We'll go on tangents, but we'll try to give you some good genius bra suggestions lift you up and support you bitches yep all right so here's the first one that we got today man this is from wonder brain the gap of being funny versus doing stand-up comedy i'm always cracking jokes and love making people laugh and have been considering doing minor stand-up uh but i don't know what minor stand-up Da-da-tsh. is either maybe you, just testing the waters yeah you either do stand-up or you don't minor stand-up um, like uh if you're, if you're up there and you're doing stand-up you're doing stand-up maybe for a small crowd at a bar <laughs> <laughs> Not, nothing major you yeah, know <laughs> just uh, just the minor one yeah maybe uh, at the senior citizen home or <laughs> a church retreat oh nothing ch- major just minor oh church stand-up the best dude uh, but from what I hear and what I research, being the funniness of being the funniest one in the group doesn't translate to being what funny for stand up. Well, first of all, you can't speak English uh, <laughs> or write very well. Let's work on that. When you write your stand up, check your typos. Um, with both you and Joe's experience, what is that gap? Also, if you are trying to stand up for the first time, how do you pre- prepare to do just a 10 minute set and not bomb? What works best and what doesn't work? Man, this is actually a very loaded question. So what a lot of people don't know is I've been doing stand-up since I was fucking 16 years old, motherfucker. Uh, you did I, comedy clubs at that young? Yeah, I had a fucking fake ID. Damn. I was this size at 16. Also, they didn't they didn't check. They didn't check. They just let me in. And plus, like, the homies knew homies, and then, then I, I was allowed to go in. Wow. And so I've uh, been doing stand-up since I was 16. And I, But the very first stand-up thing I ever did was at a community church event that was open to the public. And I did my first stand-up set there. Um, that's a minor stand-up. That's right? a minor stand-up, <laughs> dude. There was only children. There was only minors there. <laughs> so... 
you know, it's it's interesting because you are a hundred percent right. Just because you're funny in front of your friends doesn't mean that you can do stand up. And what I mean by that is that stand up is a fucking skill. It is performance art. It is public speaking, and it's and it's uh it's all that just wrapped up into one package. It is something that's very very difficult. There are stand up comics right now that a lot of people think that they can do stand up because they're funny. They can't do it because they don't know how to write a story. They don't know how to tell a story. They don't know how to do a setup. They don't know how to break com- uh, comedy down. They have t- terrible timing. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that has to be very much developed. I'll use a great example. When I was uh, doing stand-up for the first time, there was a homie of ours. Fucking funny. Funniest dude in our group, dude. Every time he opened his fucking mouth, I would die laughing. So he, he wanted to go to this comedy spot in uh, downtown Sacramento or Old Town Sacramento. And uh, he decided to do a set. This motherfucker, I have never seen somebody bomb and burn so bad in really? my fucking life. Did he even prep for it and wrote a thing or he just decided to stand up and start going? Well, he made a big mistake in thinking that he was telling a lot of inside jokes that we as his friends would know because we have rapport oh. with him. And he kind of expected people to know those jokes even though they'd never met him. There was no background to it. He was the Joker. He was the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he tried doing stand-up a couple more times, and I do believe that this guy's way funnier than I am, mm-hmm. but he just couldn't do well in stand-up. And at that time, I was I was doing stand-up, and I was doing pretty well, like making a decent name for myself. And um, it wasn't because I was, I'm like super funny. It's just that I would sit there, and I would have to look back and study how to set up these jokes, how it would work, why it doesn't work. Sometimes too, when you do stand, you'll find out that sometimes it's not your joke, it's the way that you delivered it. Mm. You're not giving people time enough to breathe. There's a lot to it, man. Yeah, dude, it's hard, dude. I mean, I I never legit did stand up in that way. I mean, I've always did. To me, it's like on stage improv is what I call it. Back and forth with Bart. I do speeches, but I don't think I legit consider myself as a stand-up comedian because i might give funny speeches but i never did sets in a comedy club by myself did the grind did the traditional stand-up thing so i can't really um answer this but what i do see the connection is like this always happens in a group of friends right they'll be like hey man you cook really good you should open a restaurant be like, you know what? You sing really good. Have you ever thought about being a singer? And everyone keeps telling me. your grandma goes, oh, honey, you play the piano so well. You should be professional. Like everyone starts off this way, right? They, they get it in their heads and they're like, you know what? Maybe I should be a singer. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then they fucking make a video and people are like, you fucking suck. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, they think they're funny and shit. And they're like, yeah, man, you're fucking funny, dude. And then everyone eggs them on. And then, like, your buddy, they do the stand-up thing, and it doesn't work out. Like, I have a friend. You know this fucker. He is funny. Like, tears funny because he's such a fucking potty mouth motherfucker, right? And he's impulsive, and he's crazy. And I'm like, this guy would do so well on camera. Mm -hmm. Every time we fucking put him in a skit, turn on the camera, he freezes. Yeah, He becomes a small little man. He's all like, (laughs) you know, like he's all scared and shit. Fucking cute. Yeah, dude. Like, he wants to hide from the camera. And then when the camera goes off, he's all like, oh, oh, you fucker. Oh, fucking fuck this, fuck that. Hey, yeah. you want to, like, yeah, it's like, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's it's such a weird art, man. And you, everybody has to start from somewhere. If I if I could give a big advice, um, like I said, I'm not a great stand-up comic. Uh, there have been a lot of people who went to my comic shows and they were cracking up. Right in the fucking comments, dude. Don't make me look like a dumbass. But um, I've, I've done stand-up, and I've never been a great stand-up comic. I've just uh, 
I, you know, I've, I've, I've gotten laughs. Like it's, it's, I'm not terrible at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will never say I'm terrible at it. I think I'm pretty decent at it. Um, but have something to say and have a point and stick to that point. Um, you can't be a fuck. I see people on Twitter are the worst comics ever because mm-hmm. they're, they're wish they're wishy washy about their thoughts. Mm-hmm. You have to take a point and take people on a journey to set them up for that punchline. Have a point and say something. Whether it's about yourself, your thoughts, you have to say something, man. Did you know that retard is a slur now? Oh, really? You can't call people retards. What if they're retarded? I think um, you're oh. not. It's a it's an old word now. You can't say it anymore. Even for like, let's say like, um, some like a clothing is fucking fucked up. You can't say the clothes is retarded. Even though that might be the correct term, like a or like a like they call like a like a retardant, right? Or yeah, like like like, 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 like a fire, yeah, like a retardant or whatever. Nah, dude, you can't. It's considered a slur. You can't. You can't say it. Is is wrong? I understand if you know when it comes to people, but if my backpack's jacked up and I say that's fucking retarded. It's it's an actual word, yep. you know what I mean. But and you can't say it. You can't. Well, it's, it's, I guess because I called everybody that on Twitter, and they're like, "How dare you? How dare you use a slur?" And I'm like, "What?" Well, I get. I, well, let me go look up the definition of a slur because I just thought it was only you know racist shit. But like, I'm like, "Oh, it it actually is a slur." Oh, it's a it's a. I think the definition of a slur is like like fucking. You know, a group of people that can't defend themselves. You know what? If you got like some really fucked up teeth, and I say your teeth are retarded, I think that's eligible. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm, I'm. I think that's completely okay. I don't think because I'm not calling your your the mentality. I'm not. I'm not referring to a human being. No, it's it's, an, it's a it's, slang, right? Yeah, but fuck, we can't say no more. Oh, really? Well, I well, mean, thanks for letting me know. I guess I have to take down all my retard tweets. Yep. So now, um, you might be you might get violated on Twitter for using that oh, word. Oh, really? Yeah. That's why I was like, oh man, I didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't know, know that. that. Shit. So now I'm just gonna say dick face. Because that's not a slur. You could call someone dick face or fuck face. Just wait till somebody has a dick going ass out their hat. face. Oh my god, they're gonna be like, "Hey, we have rights." Can you imagine a guy looking like Gonzo with a big fucking dick coming out of their nose? <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh my god. You just see this guy with a dick coming out like right out the side, oh. and he goes, "How dare you say that about my people? We've had dick faces for two thousand years. We have rights." I like, have you seen those Japanese mouth. Tengu masks? Oh those yeah, fucking long nose masks. <laughs> Fucking dick faces. Like Tengu dick face. Yeah, there's a lot of things changing, right? So like in, in in comedy, at least, I feel like I have outdated thoughts or taboo thoughts. Yeah. And what I realized is we are guilty pleasures for a lot of Gen Z and young younger people. We don't grow into millions because like the majority has changed. Yeah. But the people that still vibe with us and fuck with us, right? Because I'll be doing co- college shows again. And everyone keeps saying, watch out for those college shows. Watch out because they're full of fucking SJW, super fucking sensitive. And I have a suspicion it's only the white people. Because yeah. <laughs> I go down. I was in Texas, Denton. I was in fucking Boston. Chinese Student Association, fucking Asian Union, everybody. We're out there talking. And then, I, and then they were like, man, we have a sensitive generation. Whole fucking group clapped. They're like, fuck yeah, man. Our generation is too sensitive. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. Because there's, there's people who appreciate comedy and they understand that within the comedy realm, it, there's, they're trying to take something negative and make it funny. Yeah. That's, that's what comedy is. Like, it is. You're trying to take a spin and a take on something that most people – like I'll give this – this is a great example, right? People have this like it depends on how your moral barometer sways. Like it's it's all pers- it's all 
personally based. Like, for example, they go, you can't say, like, don't you dare talk about fucking, um, like, don't use the word retarded, right? Yeah. It's a slur. Yeah. Right. But then there's a debate on whether chink is, is acceptable or not. Yeah. Right. Some people are like, why, why are Asian people so sensitive about that? Yeah. It's like, well, then what's your stance then? It's like, if... If, if you feel that way about the word retarded, how come I can't feel that way about the word chink? Yeah. And, it, and that's why I'm saying in comedy, it's weird because it's your moral barometer doesn't have the same test as everybody else. It's everybody's moral barometer is different. It goes this way or it goes that way, mm-hmm. right? Depending on who you are as an individual. So I, I like in comedy, as long as the intent is to make somebody laugh and there's a joke in it that I can understand, I think like 90%, 95% of the time, I'll give it a pass. Yeah. Right. Even the ones that I go, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah, but I know that they're trying to make a joke out of yeah. it, I, and I understand like the setup and the joke. Then yeah. I'm like, ah, it's just a bad joke, whatever. Sometimes there's no setup; it's just statements. Yeah, <laughs> it's just them being a fucking asshole. Yeah, and I think that's the thing about comedy. Like, it takes a bit of a understanding of what people are communicating, because people are taking it literal. Or they're making it so taboo that you're not allowed to play with the idea. Yeah. Because they're like, well, it's like, bitch, this ain't a fucking intellectual, like, philosophy class or fucking cultural fucking, you know, history class or anything. Like, this is comedy. Like, you play with thoughts. You fuck around. Like, it's a big fucking joke. But they're taking that and they're treating it as if. It should be something serious. It's supposed to be something educational. It's like, and I'm like, what? Are you serious? Yeah. That's as stupid as like watching a fucking old Ren and Stimpy cartoon and then getting outraged by it. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Are you about lifelong learning? Are you tired of learning the way that people want you to learn? Or is there something that you have been hankering to learn? On your own time, on your own schedule? Are there hobbies out there? Are there skills that you really want to develop but you really don't know where to go for it? Or you want it to be accessible to you in a library full of knowledge? Well, that's Skillshare for you, baby. I've been using Skillshare now for quite a few months. And I'm telling you right now, my photography skills have been so much more improved because I needed a lot of photography knowledge that I didn't have before. And I've been taking some of their photography classes because I learned on the fly and I forgot about the fundamental basics so I went back and I brushed up on my skills and Skillshare was there for me if you're about lifelong learning if you like learning on your own pace which for me I enjoy because I could just go through the whole library of knowledge and learn what I want to based on my schedule at the speed that I want well my friends Skillshare is for you I do really believe that people should pursue things outside of the traditional format of education. And if there are things that you want to learn, you should go and learn it at your own time and your own schedule and your own accord. And Skillshare has got your back, baby. So join the millions join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Genius Brain listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash brain. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash brain to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. That's like, <laughs> there's like a lot of comics who I fucking hate where... You could tell that they're just creating content based on what's current right now just to get people on their side, you know? And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, you're so fucking woke. And they make jokes about 
wokeness about wokeness and how people are dumb for not being woke it's yeah. like come on bro like we already know what your stick is your stick is because you're trying to get everybody on your side so they can suck your fucking dick yep you're not really saying anything man uh somebody recently actually not even somebody 400 people recently sent me somebody's uh recent stand-up set that they put on youtube and it was so fucking bad and i wanted to it only confirmed why this person is such trash it's like if you ever watch this video i'm not going to say who but you guys already know who the fuck this is it's like this is what i'm talking about when it comes to somebody's content and why i don't fuck with these type of people it's like you're not saying anything you you literally just create content just to get people on your side because you think it's the hot thing to do so you want to go viral you want to go so viral. you go like women should get paid as much as men oh you fucking said some dope shit yep he's fucking do 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 i never heard that before yeah <laughs> or it's like an asian comic saying only asian stuff it's like you know asian people you know asians because only us asians right yeah. well you know asian people right it's like shut the f- what are you fucking saying like for example in the stand-up set he was talking about like vietnamese stereotypes that don't even exist like just making up stereotypes what do you mean like like you know you know vietnamese people Love soft boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on like some shit like that. You know? And it's like, what are you saying? Like, why are you just saying things just to say things? But that's what that's what I fucking hate about stand up comics like that. It's like you're now you're just creating stereotypes and shit just because you you're you're trying to create something to get people on your side. It's like, oh, you know, Vietnamese people where they walk around and you know they have money and stuff. It's like, where's the stereotype coming from? They just like, make some shit out. Yeah, and it's just like that's the same content. You know when up. Japanese people like wearing their kilts? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the fuck? <laughs> it's it's like on some shit like that, man. It's like God. very low hanging fruit and you just make our culture look that fucking bad. Yeah. But at the same time, you want to be a beacon of light for our culture? You're not. You're using our culture and you're trying to prey on weak people who've been bullied for being Asian. Yeah. And you're trying to get them on your side. They're like, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, us Asian people. This No, you're, you're making us look fucking terrible. And I wish that you would just stop. Yeah. Like, take a step back. Look at what the fuck you're fucking doing. Stop demanding people to respect you just because you have fucking Chinese little slitty fucking eyes like I do. <laughs> All right? Like, just because we got small fucking eyes doesn't mean I got to fucking fuck with you, dude. And it's, this is the problem. It makes us look bad. It does. Because uh, one of the questions that I had from uh, a student in Boston, he was like, hey, uh, you guys are pretty prominent like in the Asian community. And do you ever feel the responsibility to speak out or speak against like injustice toward us and all that stuff? And I'm like, I never want to represent the Asian community because one, look at how I fucking run my mouth. Yeah. Am I the best role model for this shit? Fuck no. And I don't want to be a role model. I'm just going to say whatever the fuck I want and be responsible for myself. I love my Asians. But on top of that, I won't speak on behalf as if I am the voice of the people. Exactly. That should be voted, right? That kind of shit should be like everyone gets together and be like, I like this stand-up motherfucker. You should do it. But fuck anybody that goes on our behalf and says, as an Asian American, I should be like this. And I'm like, fuck you, man. I didn't vote you in. I don't I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. You don't represent me. Fuck you. Dude, the fucking Asian UN ambassador. Right. Shut the fuck up. And I was like, guys, you shouldn't feel that either. You, Anybody that does that, be careful because... Why should we back them up? We don't know if they're a rapist. We don't know if they're fucking dirty piece of shit, fucking girlfriend beaten ass. Like, why should we blindly back the fuck up 
out of people because we're the same race. Me, I give my loyalty to my best friends and people that I spent time with. That's that's my tribe. That's who I care about. And that's how that's who you should do, be dealing with. Don't put race above family and friends. Don't yeah. do that shit. And a lot of people do that shit. Because why? Everybody just only hangs out with their own fucking race, man. Yeah. And I think that's the stupidest shit because it's like this. Like, if we do get into a race battle, right, and um, people want to fight with like i don't know like let's say we get into an asian versus mexican thing right what if my fucking wife is mexican what if my best friend is mexican i it's just like gang shit it's yeah. like i'm gonna have to fucking turn my back on them and then get with these other fucking asian strangers and fight together yeah. fuck that man yeah i don't believe in that shit yeah it's 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 weird to yeah, that's a very good question that they ask. It's like, do you feel responsible? I don't know if I ever feel responsible because um, I only talk about Asian stuff because I'm talking about it from personal experience, right? Yeah. So when I do a Vietnamese accent, it's because I grew up with a shit ton of Vietnamese people. And I know... Because that's your experience. It's my experience. Yeah. I know what it's like to kick it with a bunch of Vietnamese people, right? That's why I could say these random fucking Vietnamese phrases that I know. It's not, I didn't learn it out of nowhere. I didn't Google it. It's mm-hmm. just I heard it my whole life. You know, I've... I, I, I was around Vietnamese people so much I explicitly only dated Vietnamese girls Yeah Because that was what I knew I Vietnamese was, girls are beautiful Yes they are dude mm-hmm. Do man Do man love you <laughs> And you am And you am the Dai sao bai beer You know what that means? Oh what's that mean? How come you're not drinking beer? Oh. <laughs> it was my pickup line dude How when come I went, you're not drinking the beer? Yeah Dai sao bai kumong beer So I used to say that shit all the time But you know Not, not, not to you know, get off track. It's just I, I, I speak from things that I know of, right? When yeah. I talk about Chinese stereotypes or whatever, it's because I grew up around these type of Chinese people. When I talk about like East LA shit, it's because I, I was around a lot of East LA Mexicans when I came to LA. Yeah. You know, like I can't talk about stuff I don't know about. I'm not going to just say these jokes because I heard it through somebody else. It doesn't come from a fucking honest place. Yeah. So when you do this stand up, really think about who you are, what you want to say, and the things that you want to talk about. You have to solidify that shit I think first. The best con- stand up comes from pain. Hell yeah, dude. Like, uh, you know how many stories I got where my guy, where I got my fucking ass beat and then people laugh at me on JK News about it and I'm yeah. like, that wasn't a bit, but you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it's it. Like, let's do it. Is, is everybody laughing? All right, All right cool. Let's go. <laughs> it's the way I tell the story, I guess. I <laughs> but that's like the dude, you don't even know how great of a stand up you would be if you just know when you're making a joke. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just like, you oh, have the fuck it. I'm have, just talking, bro. You have the best jokes, but it's always everybody else is laughing, and then you're like, I think I just made a joke. <laughs> I don't even know. I know. Sometimes I'm just talking, especially on JK News. It's yeah. like, I'm, it's just, just like this. I'm just running my head, running yeah. my mouth, you know? And then I'm like, oh, I made a funny. Well, fuck it. Oh, well, I, I did a funny. Yeah, man. I'm if like, I could write that fucker down and then I can execute it, I think it'll be much better, but. Yeah, man, just just be be smart about what you put out. Um, always work on your craft. Write your jokes down. See what see what doesn't work. But you just have to try. I you know Joe Rogan said it best. He goes, if you go up and you're in a comedy club, you grab a mic and you make jokes, you're a stand up comic. You may yeah. not be a great one right now, but there are people who have done stand up comedy who great people have told them that they don't have it and they ended up being really great because they worked on it. They worked on their craft. Don't They're, let other people tell you if you're good or you're bad. Just fucking keep doing it, and you tell yourself that. Yeah, like I could – even the people that I talk shit about that, that I fucking hate, they might be something amazing later. Yeah. And I don't have to eat those words. It's just that's just how I feel right now. Just because I have an opinion about somebody's art, it doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't appreciate it. Yeah. Shout-outs to the Fang Bros, man. <laughs> like, 
You know what I mean? Like, I love them, dude. Anybody who talks shit about them, dude, you guys can suck my dick, man. They, they you are going in so hard. They love. I love them, dude. They, they have. They talk. They have so much stuff to talk about Vietnamese stereotypes. You know, just what Asian people are, and they are prominent members of the Asian community, and we should respect them as such. All right. In fact, Wang Fu, the fact that you didn't put them in Asian Bachelor makes me very upset. Oh, no. All right. oh, no. Oh, you no. should you the the Fang Bros are a, pil, a pillar oh, of our shit. community, man. You should go watch up. Go go watch Daniel Fang's stand up. It is exactly why I love him representing our people oh, so much. Fuck, Shout dude. out to the Fang Bros, man. They he yo. I'll say this right now. Danny Fang might be something great, and I don't mean I don't mean that in a in a in a. Those are my heroes, right? He might turn out to be great. At least he's up there making Asian people look great. Making Asian great again. Making Asians great in MAGA, dude. Making Asian Asians great, great again, making dude. Making Asians great again. Daniel you Fang. You wear a fucking MAGA hat. I'm going to wear a MAGA hat, and it's for, oh my it's for Danny Fang, man. Making Asians great again, dude. Shout outs, dude. <laughs> that is fucking funny. See, I always question people that want to, like, do it for the Asians. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, what? who are you performing for? And who are you trying to impress? Because, like, it's kind of narcissistic if you think about it, right? You think black people are standing there waiting and going, like, oh, I can't. Oh, so this is what Asians are like. Or, like, or like white people, like, finally respecting us or whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck about their opinions. I just want to make dope content, great art, and fucking create content that services the public, right? Yeah, let's, let's put our culture on our backs by doing something great. And you don't have to – listen – even if I don't say I'm Asian, I'm pretty sure you could tell by my gooky ass face that I'm Asian. Yeah. Like you could tell. I don't need to keep telling you and rubbing it in your fucking face. Yeah. If I do something great that – and by the way, a lot of the comedy that you've seen from me, sketches-wise, go look at uh, Korean comedy. It's it's Korean comedy. Yeah. Even even that comedy that you saw a little bit in Gook, those funny moments, that's a Korean thing. Yeah. A lot of serious Korean films always have a little jokes in it. That's that's where I represent my culture. I don't need to explicitly say it, but yeah. I'm glad that Asian Americans can look at see what I'm doing and be like, that's dope. Makes me feel good as an Asian, but I don't have to shove that message down your throat. Yeah. I just have to do great things and do stuff that represents me as a person. And if you fuck with it, you fuck with it. Yeah. I feel like that was really important to me, you know, like pioneering Asian American comedy when I first got started. So there is a time and place for that kind of motivation. Um because there was nothing there. Like Mad TV didn't represent us. And I and I saw In Living Color and I'm like, that's dope because it, it's a it's a voice of their people and a style that's comedy that's yeah. theirs, right? And I'm like, we don't have nothing that's ours, right? But it's always been like a service to the people where it's like, I want to make jokes and stories uh, of things I relate with, you know? But it was never this like, let me show white people what's up. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to prove anybody to anything. I'm just trying to create something that we can enjoy. Mm -hmm. So um, I think when it comes to being motivated by cultural voids, that's the best approach I think people should have is like you don't have anything to prove to anyone. Like it's 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 fucking dope to say I'm going to put my Asians on the map or whatever. But the but the core motivator should be, hey, we're missing this. Let's fill it up. OK, so like. We're missing fucking stories about Asian Casanovas, whatever, yeah. right? 
But I mean, they go too far. Like a lot of these dudes are like, man, we need a fucking store about an Asian player that's fucking all these white bitches and all Why? this stuff. I don't know, man. Like it's 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 to me, it's like incel gross weird shit. Yeah. Like that's not real Casanova shit. Like that's 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 fucking kind of disgustingly weird. That's yeah. like guy that's addicted to prostitutes and that's no different from a weird you know foreigner that goes to southeast asia and gets a you know wife there because they can't get a girl in their own home country like it's some weird shit right so like and i kind of see that behavior in like these incel asian dudes that are like like man we need to get a fucking asian guy that represents that that's why i can't get any fucking girls because of this and that and i'm like dude shut the fuck up i know some ugly ass asian dudes that can bag women nonstop because they know how to speak and flirt and make them feel awesome and all that stuff yeah and but I- yeah i think i think that's the type of mentality that i di- i'm disgusted by because it's it to me i'm like well let's make that movie to fill that void but what people are saying is like, hey, I want this movie made so then it's going to increase my ability to fuck a white girl or some weird shit like yeah. that. It's like, no, just make it because we want to tell love stories about Asian culture. It's not represented. And we do have romance. We do have relationships. We do have love stories. Um, Wong Fu is a good example. Like they, they show the love stories and things that happen in our community, right? And I'm like, let's do more of that. Yeah, and I don't want people to get things twisted for me. It's like... Um, I, it's not that just because you don't have the same sensibility as I do, it doesn't mean that I don't fuck with your shit. I can have an opinion about not liking your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. That's completely okay. However, I also can respect what you do. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, let's just be real. Like with, you know, Wang Fu stuff, I say like, you know, 80% of that shit I'm not going to vibe with because it's not my style. It doesn't speak to you. It doesn't speak to me. But you respect them as creators. Yes. A hundred percent. He's they are speaking to what they know best and yeah. it still reverberates with what other people like. I cannot like any of their stuff, but I can still respect what they fucking do. Yeah. Like, you'll never see me call, like, you know, throw shade at them, you know? Nah. That, that fucking parody that I did wasn't throwing shade at Wang Fu. It was just my version of what I would do with their style of videos. <laughs> right. Right? So yeah. I did this video called... Um, the last resort and they did a video called the last yeah and i parodied it not to make fun of what they were doing it's just like if i did a drama love thing i would do it this is how i would do it yeah and it's in my voice and that's what i enjoy you know and it, it's it's not it's not we can always disagree with somebody's art but still like them as people oh obvi- yeah and that's what i think that's what people can't do man yeah it's like when you say i don't like this guy's movie doesn't mean that I don't like them as a human being. Yeah, it doesn't mean they're not cool. doesn't mean they're not funny. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, not everybody can be perfect like the fangirls do. I, I told Steve straight up, I was like, I only watched um, Internet Famous because because of you. And I, I didn't like that movie. Yeah. Like, it's not my style. It's I mean, like, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's like, it's not for me. Yeah. So I, I, I supported you and I think it's fucking cool. But I, I, I personally can't even quote on it because that's not the kind of movie that I walk and watch. Yeah. And that's me being a hardhead, right? Like it's not even like because he asked me what I thought and I'm like, I didn't like it because it's not something that I would watch. Yeah. It's like. And that's know? okay too. Like I, there's a lot of films that I fucking don't really like. Like um, people really love The Drive because it's so aesthetic and beautiful. I thought that movie was boring as fuck, man. I hated the dialogue in it. It was so sparse. Hmm. But that's what that director was going for. That's cool. It looked beautiful. I didn't really like it. It is what it is. And it's okay to yeah, say, I don't cares? like this. I don't like that. Whatever, fool. 
This podcast is brought to you by Purple, the company that creates the Purple mattress that has been helping people nationwide get the best sleep of their lives, including me. I slept on the crappiest beds my whole life, and I didn't know how blessed I could be sleeping on a Purple mattress. And my friends, you guys already know that sleeping is a huge part of our lives. It affects everything. If you're sleeping on a crappy mattress, I guarantee that you are sleeping terribly. And the Purple mattress has the technology, has the comfort, has everything that will help you get the best sleep of your life. Ever since I switched, I've been sleeping so well. And I got to tell you the fact that it's firm, it's soft, it's like the perfect amount of cush. You know what I mean? It's like you don't really sink into, into it too much and you don't. And it's not so firm where it hurts your back. It's that perfect balance. And that's really hard to find in a mattress. And Purple has perfected it. So, my friends, check it out. You're going to love Purple. And right now, my listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's in addition to the great free gifts they're offering site-wide. Just text BRAIN to 84-888. The only way to get this amazing free pillow is to text BRAIN to 84-888. That's B-R-A-I-N. To eight four eight eight eight, message and data rates may apply. Yeah, and even sometimes when people approach, like they go, oh, like I'm, for example, with you, you're like, well, I have stand up. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be good at stand up. Whether I tell you you're going to be good or bad at it or not, there is a fifty fifty chance that I might be right or wrong. That's just yeah. how it is. You could be terrible right now, and you can get better at it. There's so time. many stories of super successful people too that were told no, like Jay Z, like he was yeah. told no. No, no, no one would fucking make his, like, bring him on the label. So he made his own label. Mm -hmm. So I think that people who can take all the no's and keep fighting and they still get, and then they get what they want, I think they actually deserve it. Like, this world, the way that it's designed, it's made to weed out the fucking weak. Yeah. So if you want to be successful while people are still lifting you up and you don't have to face any adversity, you're a fucking bitch. Yeah. 100%. Do not expect that. And if you walk into the world expecting a lot of support, a lot of love, a lot of all this stuff, man, the world is a cold fucking place. Just expect that those things are extra. Like you should expect people to go against your wishes. You, you should expect family and friends to talk shit and hurt your feelings. You, it sucks, but expect that. And when someone does give you love and support, I think it makes it that much more um, rewarding when yeah. you hear it. You're like, oh, thanks, dude. And Thank you. Yeah, and, you know, even for me, uh, when I started doing stand-up, I was arguably really terrible. I'm not, I'm not great now. I, you know, I'm decent. But, um, you know, if I and I truly believe this in myself. If I sat here and I went to comedy clubs every fucking night and I honed this fucking crap. You'll get better. I will get yeah. better. I know for a fact I will. You know, um, it's just a matter of, t- of how, much, how much do you want it. You know, if you if you really if if stand up is something for you that you just want to try, just fucking try. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad or not. If you want to give it a go, just give it a fucking go. In most cases, if people just get out of their heads, right, and quit fucking overthinking and they just keep doing it and thought about the effective shit. Like, let's say he's how many hours does this fucker spend thinking about should I do stand up? A lot of people do that bullshit, right? Instead of. Shut up, start writing jokes, start writing jokes, start writing jokes, start going into fucking comedy clubs, doing it, getting booed, go to another one, go to another one, write notes, write notes, write jokes, do that shit, spend all the time complaining and wondering and ruminating all those hours, flip it and just doing the actual work, 
you're gonna fucking kill it. It's the simplest shit. I don't know why people can't do it. It drives me crazy. And um, plugging in jamalinacademy.com, but that's this frustration is why I created shit like this. Yeah, is because like to me, it's so simple. That's why, dude. I don't even work as hard as a lot of people we know, but I'm looked upon as successful because I know the recipe. Yeah, I just put work into it. And when I'm when we're here, it's simple. You see it. We all see it, right? I never had a problem with just doing it. I always knew it was like, okay, I just had to fucking do the work. I'm a lazy ass. I got to do the work. Yeah. And you'll fucking kill it. And and so we have a personal trainer. He said the same shit. Like you and David, you guys are fucking so easy to work with, man. Yeah. You, I've, I, David lost, what, 60 pounds? Yeah. Because I lost weight, but I got cut with him. Nick is like, it's amazing working with you guys. It's almost like I'm not working. And I'm like, yeah. what are you talking about? And he's like, most people, they need a lot of emotional support, a lot of like reminders, like motivation. He goes, you guys don't need any of that. All you need is like, what are the steps to be successful? You guys do that. You guys go home, do research, and then you enhance what I give to you on your own. You do extra credit and then you come back and then you, you're progressing. But most people, they don't know how to do that. And I'm like, well, that's why most people can't get anywhere in life. Yeah. It's so simple. Just do the fucking work. Why is that so hard? Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, just don't, you know, if you want to try stand-up, give it a go. And, and a lot of people, just don't expect yourself to be amazing at something when you just started. It's, it's not going to happen that way. There are a few people out there that are really gifted, but let those one percenters, you know, be happy in their quick little glory. Uh, a majority of us do have to work hard for what we do. Um, I can give you as much as advice as you want to start stand up because um, I'm just still in the beginning phases of it. I mean, I have done shows with a thousand people, Damn. hundreds of people. I like your set, though. It's <laughs> fucking that? funny, man. Yeah. You know, we've we've done it. Joe seen me do stand up. Yeah. You know? So, um. Yeah, it's, it's something that's very difficult. It takes time to develop. Like even now, if you put me up on stage right now, I'd probably bomb because I haven't done it in so long. Yeah. But, you know, if, you know, let me bomb a couple times and let me find my pacing. Let me find my timing and I'll get better, dude. Let me tell you something, man. David Fang, he, he, <laughs> he went out there and he put himself out there. He, okay, all jokes aside, right? This guy fucking sucks. All right, I'll, I'll just be real. You guys, if you guys go to a stand up, so a bunch of people send me their shit because they wanted me to critique it. Yeah. There's, there's nothing to critique. Why, right? why critique it? I don't know, but they, every time something they do something, people send it over because, wow. I've been doing this, because I've been doing this ongoing joke. Wow. Yeah, you know I mean, this is, a, just, this is just a joke, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's just ongoing now, so it makes me laugh. But his stand up set, seeing it, and he knows it too. It was fucking garbage, it was trash. Um, not. And, you know, there's a lot to say to commend somebody for going out there and trying to do stand-up. Uh, I saw him do stand-up 10 years ago when I first started. It was trash then and still trash now. And the reason why is because in his case, um, it's not good because he has nothing to say. And that's my best advice. A lot of their content, too, it's, it's it kind of just begs on them holding on to this Asian identity thing. Asian people this, Asian people that. We've moved past that now. We've moved past it. So now you have to think and you have to adjust and you have to think on your feet. What am I saying as a comic? What is the point that I'm trying to make? Why am I saying these things? Am I just saying these things because it's something that's a part of my branding or am I saying something to really say something and connect with people? Comedy connects people. You're supposed to make people laugh and make people think. And even if you don't make people think, you're, you're, you're supposed to have your content be about you. That's the best type of shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Like nobody – look. The more I expose about myself, the more people laugh. Exactly. <laughs> That's and that's like the great thing about it, dude. I'll use Kevin Hart as an example, right? Kevin Hart, he doesn't have a lot of like thought provoking shit, but his shit is so fucking relatable. 
It makes you laugh. Yeah. If you've if you've seen his stand up specials on TV versus him in person, in person I was in tears laughing when I saw it on fucking Netflix. I it's didn't better laugh as in much. person. In person, tears laughing. Wow. Dude. It was that fucking funny because you could feel his presence on stage. He has an amazing stage presence. How's he such a big presence for such a little I guy? Don't know. He got that. He got that shit, dude. He got that Julius Caesar in him, man. He can command a, command a fucking sea of people, dude. Ooh, I want that. Yeah, and he has that type of shit. You know, for somebody, you know, when you guys sent me Danny Fang shit, it was like, <laughs> come on, bro, like. <laughs> Cut that Asian shit out, dude. If you don't have anything to say about our culture, your culture, where you grew up from, what you're thinking, and you have to make up stereotypes just to Damn. just to try to relate to people. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, you know, fucking Asian people. And he starts doing this shitty Vietnamese accent. If you can't do the Vietnamese accent, don't do it, okay? <laughs> don't do it, mother and you, asshole. And you could tell he didn't really grow up with Vietnamese people. But yeah. he's using the accent because he knows that other people use it and to make people laugh. Oh. So it's not coming from a genuine spot. It's, it's like a lot of mimic, mimicking. It's mimicry, dude. Yeah. And, and I don't like that, dude. And nobody, even, even, even like... You you see like the the list of people they're like this was terrible it was bad if your fans can't even fucking back you up bro yeah. then you have a problem here and it's the problem that you have you got away with it on YouTube but you're mm-hmm. not gonna get away with it on stand up because yeah. now you're working with real human beings who want to hear some shit who want to fucking laugh yeah so step your game up if you want if you want to be a stand up comic and you really want it and you're not doing it just because it's the hot fucking thing to do then have something to say yeah. That's all I'm gonna say right there. That's true, man. Shout that's out. good advice. That's really good advice. Yeah, like I don't. I'm not like I make all these jokes about him only because you know, just because it's fucking funny at this point, you know. But if if, if that human being can improve his content and really, if if you want to be like uh, Asian, you want to be the Andrew Yang of our fucking group, then do something. Yeah. Do something about it, man. Don't 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 keep on doing this sorry little Asian stick. Because, I don't want to be. I yeah. love I love being Asian and I love being Asian American, but I don't want that responsibility because I love being a shitbag. <laughs> There's so much responsibility that comes with like representing a whole group of people. You got to be Andrew Yang. I think he's a clean cut motherfucker and a oh, lovable yeah. I motherfucker. I love it for him to represent I want to call people fuckface. Yeah. I want to openly talk about loving to get my fucking salad tossed and sh- <laughs> my dream is to get two girls sucking on my dick and like like that I can't do that anymore if I become a representation of the culture. You know what I mean? Like dude, I want to I want to talk about a lot of the mistakes I made in life and all the drugs that I've done and how great crack Hell was yeah. mixed with fucking weed and shit. Like <laughs> Bro, I want to talk about the homes I broke into and the gambling I've done and like hashtag Joe hoes, dude. No Yang Gang, dude. Joe hoes. And I can't, I can't do that if I become the role model, For the Asian representation. People. That's too much fucking weight to carry, man. And and I I don't want it. But it's like if people look up to me, that's all you. That's you, brother. That's that's your fault. I never told you to look up to me. Yeah, but I'm if you keep there. asking me questions and you like my lifestyle i'm gonna give it because i love to help and i love to make people feel free i think that's where i want to be a role model or that's where that's where the thing is like freedom right like the freedom to unapologetically live the way you are because this is your personality yeah i think too many people are they're they're hidden they're they're afraid and a lot of problems and insecurities rise from them not being aligned with their own greatness right so like a lot of people, they're, they're, they they resent a lot because they're like, especially in the Asian community, it's like, my parents forced me to be a pharmacist or a doctor. But I, what I really wanted to do was fucking, you know, build cars or whatever. And it's like, man, that sucks. Yeah. You couldn't thrive. You couldn't, you couldn't live your own life. Like, 
And and for me, I think I really push the boundaries on how far I can get away with saying things that I want to, living the way that I want to, spending the way that I want to, fucking who I want to, you know, breathing wherever I want to, whatever, you know, like traveling what I want to, like doing all these things, right? I push the boundaries and I keep doing it and I vlog that shit and I'm all like, what can I get, get away with? And then the opposite happens is no one really looks at me and goes, that's inappropriate. They go, I want to do that. Yeah. You're so free. Like, and I'm like, I'm not even being free or trying to prove anything. I'm just being me, bro. Like, and the more I'm me and the more I express and talk, a lot of people go, how do I not give a fuck? Well, easy. Here's, here's how you do it. Step by step. It's fucking easy. It's, it, it literally is. There's, there's, it's, it's, I think for a lot of people, it's easier said than done because of their personal inhibitions, right? Um, if, if I don't know if this will ever sink into your head, but it was something that it was so simple that it, I, I have to tell myself this all the fucking time when I try something new that scares me. Um, you're not going to fucking die. Oh. Do you die? <laughs> Are you going to die? die? <laughs> Remember we used to fuck around yeah. saying that shit? <laughs> Did you die? Then don't the matter, com- man. <laughs> don't complain, bitch. Then don't complain, bitch. Yeah, but that's really what it is. I'm not going to die from it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not. Like you trying new things in a social setting or trying things that you really want to do but you're scared to do. At the end of it, if you come out alive and you're breathing and you have all fucking ten toes and ten fingers and you have your eyesight and nothing has changed, you've only gained something and you haven't lost shit. So if you're scared to do something, then you'll die. Then no. don't complain. <laughs> you know, you know, one of my um, things that I want to do, too, is if I had to think of cultural specific. Well, this ain't just Asian culture, man. This is just cult like like society in general. Yeah. Right. Is like we're battling with this idea of masculinity and like fucking it's just it's just an interesting time we're living in. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I really want to help shape the minds and bring boys into men because mm. like well for one a lot of us are, bro- are grown up in broken homes with no good male figures right yeah there's a lot of irresponsible boys out there that pop out children and they are not, they're horrible fucking role models yeah we have absent dads that are in the home but they're absent in parenting we don't have a good representation of what it means what it means to be a leader in our community right like and a lot of it is like a lot of people might be hyper aggressive because they're overcompensating and they're like that's what a man is a lot of people might be like you know just so focused on work and just paying the bills because that's what their dad did and they don't know how to be involved with the family because that's what a man is and no one has this description of what it is right but when i see a lot of asian males i look at them and i'm all like why are you complaining, you bitch? Mm. Be a fucking man. Yeah. And to me, a man is like someone who takes and rolls with the punches. And even though, um, you know, the modern man is someone who's able to express feelings and not deny them and not suppress them and recognizes they're there. But a real man has courage, right? So, like, regardless if you're afraid or whatever it's like you you recognize those feelings instead of suppressing and burying them but you still have the courage to walk through and execute and get your fucking shit done yeah. and not crumble and that's the whole thing right there's too many little bitches complaining these days and they still want what they want it's like simply put 
if you're complaining, you don't deserve getting laid. Mm. So if you're complaining about girls don't like you, if you're complaining about like this and that, it's so hard to date. It's so hard to that. It's like, shut up, dude. You don't deserve anything because you're sitting there complaining like a little fucking bitch. If you shut the fuck up, do the work, move forward, have some courage, fucking take those damn punches and walk forward. That's what people in general want from others. Like, that's what I want from a leader. I want someone who's able to walk through a rain full of punches and come out alive i'll follow that motherfucker that's what women want in a husband they want someone that's not gonna bitch out and crumble what's gonna happen with two little bitches in a relationship and it's like yeah we have equality and all that but like naturally women do not want to lead they don't want to be the one that's like fucking taking care of shit while their fucking husband's like weak and crying like a little bitch because he can't get a job and all this shit yeah like who the fuck wants that or at least an equal, you know? Yeah. And it's like, what do you expect? And it does start, I mean, I could only speak about the male experience, right? Like, I don't know how to make a woman. So it, it might sound like kind of gender um, specific, but I'm not trying to rule out girls. I just don't know how to make a girl into a woman. But in my case, I think the world would be better if we know how to build men. And a lot of guys think they are, but they don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. I think it's hard because... Uh, man, I've, I've talked about this before, too, where I think we can get to a whole nother podcast about this, but we won't. But people, maybe that'll be the next podcast. Yeah. Like yeah. people shy away from personal responsibility. And I think that's the biggest thing about being an adult. Yeah. You know, personal responsibility, understanding that the things that you do have an action and a reaction. So you can't things just don't fucking happen for a reason. You know, there are, there are, there you have to come to a point in your life where you have to understand what personal responsibility is. That these things happen because of stuff that you've done. Mm-hmm. Not everything, but things just don't fucking happen. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I hate it when there's like relationships between two people that kind of fall apart and they go, "It's all your fault." Yeah. It's all your Well, that's because there's two fucking dumb fucks <laughs> who don't understand personal responsibility. These <laughs> things happen because of what both you people did. It's so fun to blame the other person though. Because <laughs> it's so it's like satisfying. You're like, "Fuck you, this fucking dumbass." Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like if I um if I walked around and I went to a fucking crip neighborhood and I was like, "Blood, blood, blood, blood." And I got shot up, right? <laughs> And they're like, well, it's it's free speech. Why can't I just say I should not have to live in a world where I can't scream blood and not get shot? Very true. Too bad you walked into a crip neighborhood. That's not what the world is like. There's personal responsibility. Exactly. I, you still have to wrap what you fucking do in reality. There are things that we want in this world that we think how it should be, and we are 100% right. But the reality is it's not like that. You know what that's called? Delusion. Yeah. It's, it's fucking delusional, right? That's and, delusion. Like, it's like even during this time, and I think like I'm I'm – I'm very like pro women. I'm I'm all that other shit, right? And I think um, sometimes there's like a small percent of women that fuck it up for like the big group. I mean, that's every group, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, every group has that, right? Yeah. Like, there's always that small fucking group of guys that fuck it up for us, and then that small group of women that fuck it up for women. And it's like, um, like for example, we did this JK News article about these girls who went to South America and they went to a very bad neighborhood. All the locals told them. Like, yo, don't go out at this time. It's very bad. There's bad people. You could hear gunshots at night. Mm-hmm. And they walked around. They're like, fuck that. Like, you know, women shouldn't have to do blah, 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 blah. And oh, they were no. in booty shorts. Oh, no. And I think they got kidnapped or some shit or, oh, no. or raped or something, right? And the biggest argument that I was reading on Twitter is like, well, don't blame these women for, you know, don't blame the women for getting – well, nobody's blaming them for being raped. I'm blaming their stupidity. I'm, I'm blaming the fact that <laughs> – there was ignorance on their part to say that this part of South America and this country should adhere to the lifestyle that they expect out of these people. 
at, in that area, in yeah. that bad area, right? Not all of South America is like that, but in that specific area, it's a very bad neighborhood. Yeah. So it's like, it's the same example of like, I'm not going to walk into a crip neighborhood wearing all fucking uh, red. It's like those dumbass uh, hippie white kids that fucking, the, the, that went to ISIS territory and they're like, we're going to show them that yes. it's actually okay. And then they wanted to fucking bike across and it's all love. And guess what happened? They got kidnapped and murdered. Exactly. Because it's all love, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're fucking delusional, yeah. dude. And, you know, don't take sound bites from this podcast. Listen, listen to what I'm saying. It's not wrong for you to want to live in a world like that. We all want to live in a world like that. Obviously, yeah. But you have to wrap your expectations in reality and understand that that's a future that we can work towards. But if that's not the case, you can't look back at it and then blame what happened on everybody else when you had an option to not do that. Yeah. That's like me going to a poor country and piling a fucking tower of money in the middle of a poor village and then saying, nobody take it because stealing is not allowed. Yeah. And then everyone fucking takes it. And I'm like, oh, people are terrible. People are. Ter Why are they stealing? Why? Yeah. It's like, bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, People your, are fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Like, wrap your expectations in fucking reality. Understand that there's personal responsibility. I want I, I want those things fucking too. I would love it. And let's all work towards a better world. But let's also realize that it's not the case right now. So let's let's keep our wits about us, you know? That's like, that's like I, love, I would love a world without war, mm -hmm. right? But there's a lot of people that go, you know what? If we don't disarm first and if we don't fucking do take the first move of coming together, then everyone else will not follow suit. So we need to take the first step and disarm all of our military and then and then everyone else will do it. You got your fucking mind. Exactly. But there are people that believe that. You disarm yourself first, bitch. Fuck that uh, shit. There are people that fucking believe that, dude. And I have I have a family member that is that fucking delusional. Yeah. Are you fucking out of your mind? I know, right? They're like, oh, why? Like, why can't we just everybody love? You know, like, why do we have to fight? And like, if I was in a bad neighborhood and if someone was was to rob me, I'll give it to them. I'll give them money. I do. I'm like, but the world isn't a pacifist. Yeah. Like, why should everyone adhere to your standards of living? Yeah. And like, you might be strong enough to sit there and be a punching bag. And you might be okay with giving your fucking vagina up or whatever if someone comes and rapes you or do, does all these dangerous things, right? Like, you might be completely okay with that. But also, why should everyone compl comply with your standards? Yeah. If I want to protect myself and kill somebody because they're trying to fuck me up, rob my asshole, whatever, that's my right too, to yeah. protect myself. To act violently if someone's going to do that to me and cause injury, to prevent injury. Yeah. So they couldn't wrap their mind around that. Yeah. They're like, but isn't it better to just love first and you'll never be guilty if you, if you don't harm them back? You, do you want to harm people? And I'm like, yeah, I want to harm people. <laughs> but <laughs> that's my me, right. Harm you. Yeah. yeah. That's my right to protect myself, right? But it's like, what the fuck? It, it, it just blew my mind. I'm like, okay. I can't talk to everyone the same way. No. Not everyone's going to understand. Yeah. I just got to sit there and smile and be like, I don't want to argue. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's too hard to argue with people like that, right? Mm -hmm. and, and the sad thing is, it's like when these things happen, like, for example, those girls who went to South America, like, and don't, don't quote me on this, but you could, you could find the JK News. I don't remember the exact story, but some bad shit happened to them. It might even be worse than what I said. And, you know, 
I think I think like the opinion at the time was like, what the fuck were those girls thinking? And there were certain comments that were saying, yo, you know, she was like, well, why are you guys normalizing rape? Nobody's normalizing fucking rape. It's a terrible, terrible fucking thing. But we can also say, too, when somebody makes a poor choice yeah. to tell the, the to, to tell the rest of the world to adhere what they believe in when it's not the reality that's that the world is set in. And why is it wrong to make fun of stupidity? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you can't you can't argue with me and say that that, that choice wasn't wasn't it was smart. Stupid. It was a dumb choice. That's like me wearing like fifty gold chains in the poorest country in the world and expecting not to be robbed. Yeah. Poor you choices. Know? That's like me leaving a Rolls Royce unlocked with the key inside the fucking ignition and it's running and I'm in the worst fucking part of town. Yeah. It, it, it's fucking dumb, dude. Like yeah. um that that's that's like a girl is a fucking beautiful as hell, no underwear, she's just bent over, booty spread out and a guy fucking comes up and has sex with her. She's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that." <laughs> It's like, what the fuck? Dude, I give a great example, dude. My brother's ex-girlfriend, she was fucking moving shit in and out of her car, right? Moving shit in and out of her car, like I guess it was at night or some shit. Left her key fob in the car, broad daylight, all, all of her fucking shit in there, and then she gets her fucking car jacked. Yeah. And, then, and she goes, I have the worst luck. That's not <laughs> luck, bitch. That's stupidity. That's stupidity, you dumb bitch. That's, that's not fucking worst luck on What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> How dare you say that's luck? You know what luck is? Bad luck is? Bad luck... Is you looking into a boat captain's eyes and he says, in 20 years that I've done this, there's never been a single wave that has ever gotten onto this boat. And then that wave dodges everybody on the boat, hits you directly in the mouth and soaks all your equipment. That's bad luck. And your camera goes, yeah, and, and it smokes. A little wisp of smoke comes out. That's bad luck, bitch. All right. I When that shit happened to me on a boat, I tried to give the boat captain a tip. He wouldn't take it. He said, no. I'm okay, bro. You keep that for yourself. Well. Because I lost my phone and my camera that day. Oh, my God. That's bad luck. I don't want to hear you leaving a key fob and all your shit in your fucking car. Oh, my God. And then you say, I have the worst luck ever. I can't catch a break. No, you can catch a fucking case for saying something that stupid. But without stupid people, though, we wouldn't have these funny stories. Oh, that's right. That's so true, though. Thanks. That's what I That's what I love is like, I mean, I, I sound fucking bothered, but I'm not. You know, we just talk like hella emotional, but it doesn't make me lose sleep or any shit. I think... People are the most fascinating and in, and interesting things on earth, especially me, like oh, yeah. myself. I'm I'm living a fucking movie, like in my own brain, right? Like, cause like I have my logical brain, but I also have my animal brain, right? And it's like I have this part of me that is observing everything that's going, and this other part of me that's like a gorilla that can't control it. Yeah, it's like you've witnessed this. <laughs> my, I'm like, okay, I think I'm done gambling. <laughs> And I take three steps, fucking do a 180, slam that motherfucker on red. And I said, 200 on red. And guess what? It goes on black. And I go, fuck. <laughs> I've seen this fool come up so hard in gambling. And we're, he's like, I'm done for the night. I'll turn away. All I hear is his distant Japanese voice. at 200. <laughs> and then we'll lose all his shit in a matter of a night. It's a thrill. You love the fucking thrill, dude. I do. And that's my impulsive, stupid human side. Yeah. Was that the id or whatever? I forgot what that what what the psych- the id, the ego, and the super ego. Yeah, but I forgot which one is which. But you got one of those motherfuckers, and that motherfucker is on gas. The red rip, reptilian brain. Yeah, the, you you definitely like the whole gambling side, man. I think that's just like a huge part of you that you're gonna be dealing with for the rest of your life. I also gamble with a lot of other things in life, 
including eating out hookers. <laughs> Most people go, all you should do is having sex. You should have just had sex with her. And I'm like, I know I shouldn't have done it. But my mouth went down there and I went to town. Why? Do you know how many dicks that have been in there? Do you know how? I don't know. I gambled. Then I got tested. And you're okay. Clean. So gamble. And I won right oh, there. Oh, dude. Why would you do that? Why? Why would you? I'm the only fucking moron that tries to have romantic sex with a fucking prostitute, dude. What the fuck? Hiya. Yeah. Let me eat that pussy out. It's like, what? Dude, she should be servicing me. God damn, I'm an idiot. She's like, I don't know. I don't think you know how this works, sir. I know. Like, then you get... It's like, I pay her to fucking please her and shit. God damn it. <laughs> she just feels great. You compliment yeah. her. You let her know everything's okay. It's like, let oh. me listen to your problems here. Like, I'm like the therapist that fucking pays the patient to listen to their problems. That's so fucking wow. funny, dude. You're fucking hilarious. And in the whole time in my mind, I'm like, this is not a smart thing to do. <laughs> But it's the thrill and the chase that makes it feel good. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's and it's. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm yeah. I'm two two people living in one man. And I think that's the fascinating and funny thing about humans is like you have this genius. Everyone has this genius that knows what the fuck is right and wrong and all this stuff. But they also have this gorilla that just does whatever the fuck they want. That stupid gorilla that shits in their hands and throws it in on people and pees all over and jacks off in public and like... That gorilla is fucking hard to control, man. It is. You know what's interesting? I think for me, because I grew up with like such like bad temperament issues, I think the more I train, I, th I thought it was going to calm me down more. It makes me want to fight more. Oh, because it's triggering your anxiety more and aggression. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. Like I don't... <laughs> It's like, why, why do I, like, even Nick says, Nick says, he's like, you have a lot of fucking hate in your heart, dude. He goes, when somebody tags you, goes, you try to, you try to sleep them. <laughs> I was like, like, Korean revenge, man. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, fuck, you hit me hard. I'm going to fuck this fool up. I have to win. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's weird. <laughs> this fool said, it's like, I shouldn't have eaten that hooker up. <laughs> <It's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I ate that pussy clay. <laughs> Fucking acting like it was a peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> God damn it. What is wrong with me? I feel like after you were done, she gave you, buddy. She got have this. This is for you. She didn't even take her tip, man. She's like, oh, next time come back. <laughs> Just, it wasn't even work. No tip. Just no come tip. back, come back and eat it again. Oh, oh, that's so my fucking God. funny, dude. Just, I've never, never in my life have I ever heard of something like that before. <laughs> you, you just become the talk of the town. It's like, I ask know. for him. I know. He'll pay you and then he'll service you. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong with him. <laughs> he's a giver, ladies. What he's happened? Fucking... I don't know. It's just fuck, dude. You got dude. duped. I was, heating, I was in the heat of the moment, dude. I'm a fucking animal. Fucking that's, stupid. That's what I am. What am I thinking all the time? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, it's it's just when I'm calm and thinking, I can think really well. But most of my life, I live like an animal, dude. Oh, it's funny. Like, oh man, in in Vietnam, like we got scooters, right? Mm -hmm. And we're driving wild, and I'm like, oh, Vietnam, 
traffic laws are fucking chill, like whatever. And then so I started daredevil riding with Danny and uh, um, I was like, let's go against traffic. <laughs> Joe, what the fuck is going on, dude? You I scared to, me. I wanted to see if the cars would stop. So I went on the other side and, and um, at the last minute I would drive off. Uh, so I'm going against like playing chicken with the fucking trucks. Right. And I go a uh, last minute. I move off to the side and I pull into the side where the cars are parked. So I dodge the, the, the cars coming by. And then fucking Danny wants to one up me. Um, so he's like, follow me. And then we're, we're riding. Right. And then, um, this fool acts like he's going to make a left turn. And then at the very last minute, we're at the edge of the street in the middle of the intersection. He makes a right. Oh shit. While cars are coming. Right. So I have to chase his ass. And, um, we had a blast just like playing tag with scooters. And afterwards I was thinking like, that wasn't the smartest thing. Like you could have died. I could have died. Vietnam, like, I don't know how their health system works or, yeah. like, I don't know how fast their ambulance comes. And then I, yeah. I started thinking about all the stuff, and I was like, man, was that the best decision? I was having a blast, dude. Um, I got some of this shit on in, on, on, the, on the GoPro that I recorded, too, but I was like... crazy, man. I can't live like you, dude. I, I can't live like you. I cannot live a day in your fucking shoes. I can't do it, man. I'm not even like that on regular, though. I know, but... It like, just happens. Sometimes magic happens. I don't think Mariel's gonna let me travel with you. <laughs> But you traveled with me, though. I'm mild. Yeah, but if it's just me and you, though, it's different. Because I get absorbed into what other people do. So dude, like, remember when I almost fucking choked myself to death in in, at the, uh, in Hawaii? Like, dude, that wasn't... That was just accident, dude. dude. That shit was so fucking funny. This fool had his snorkel, right? And he forgot that he was diving underwater. And he decided <laughs> to take a breath and, like, it was oxygen. And he drank fucking seawater. He came up and then he threw up so much, all the fish came up to eat his barf. So... <laughs> Bro, I was, I thought I was gonna drown because I was choking. I couldn't breathe and shit. Oh my god! If Sean wasn't there with that board, I don't fucked. know what the fuck I would have done. Because I had to hold myself up while I was barfing the water out of my lungs and shit. Yeah, but I mean that's not daredevil shit. That's just stupidity, right? But like nothing will ever top you fucking <laughs> eating out a hooker, dude. That'll that'll never. I'll have more stories that I'll give bits and pieces throughout the years. <laughs> It's just things, mem you know where that memory came from? So, like, I'm not a, so I fucking talk about perverted shit and, and like, you yeah. know, like, hentai and porn. And, like, I, I have this branding of a big perv, right? But, like, yeah. it's all big fucking jokes. Like, Yeah, it's jokes. This is my way of actually preventing myself from being one because I get it out of my system. I talk about it. I'm not in shame. And I know people who are big fucking pervs. Yeah. But because they're so quiet, they don't say shit, mm -hmm. that shame drives them to do the most craziest thing. I'm actually very fucking mild, right? Like, I, I've had less than a handful of fucking hooker experiences. <laughs> less than five, right? <laughs> and this all happened, like, before my relationship with Jess. This yeah. is all way before. Yeah. And I've had my experiences. And, and at the end of the day, I love to connect and have a real passionate relationship but I had to experience it. Yeah. Some people never experience it. And they don't know. And then, you know, they fantasize about it. But for me, I like to test myself. Right? I like how you talk. You say some shit. You're just like, let me tell you something. I'm not that perverted. Like, compared to other people, I've only had five hooker experiences. That number was a lot higher than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Man, I know people that, well, maybe uh, it's the gauge, right? Because there's like. There's yeah, I know like, people who fuck hookers still, still to this day like on a regular basis. Yeah, like hundreds. Yeah. Like. 
it's to like, them, it's like fucking smoking a cigarette. Yes, yeah, every weekend. Yeah. It's every fucking weekend. And I think because of that, well, then maybe, you know, I don't know what my audience is thinking, but that that is still a hefty number. Only because it's illegal out here. But um, the point is, I wanted to figure out, like, you know, like, what kind of person am I? Like, do I enjoy that? No, I enjoy connection. And then now I, now, now I know that that kind of stuff, you know, is what I want. But the point I was trying to make is, um, so, like, I'm not as fucking perverted as I sound, but the thing is, a lot of these memories will come out, right? And I have to talk about it because earlier on Humans in New York, you know how they have like pictures and then they talk about like they have the captions, right? Yeah. There's this old fucking grandma that they have on there. And she was like number one hoe of the of that era. And she was talking about like there was this madame who was a really dope pimp, right? And she says that she used to be the number one top madame for a president. Mm-hmm. I don't know of what era, but... The president would have like a secret service person wait at the door. Um, and also like her, the madame had his favorite hooker, sends her to his room and they'll be about, they'll be in there for an hour. And then the hooker says that all this president wanted to do was fucking eat her out for an hour. What the fuck? Yeah. And that reminded me of like, I don't know where that reminded me in this conversation, but that was like, oh shit, I fucking did that too. And I thought it was hilarious. I didn't fucking eat her out for an hour. Yeah. But like, I was just thinking like, that is the most funniest thing. It's like, why would that happen? And then for me, I can't even explain it. It's just an impulse. Like we're just in the moment we're doing it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking take a break and fucking eat that pussy out. And I'm like, is, and then afterwards I'm like, ooh, you know how many dicks she probably had today? That's so fucking funny, dude. What? Like, what was I doing in the moment? Things happen for me, dude. Just I just go all out. Dude, I used to get scared of just fucking fucking somebody without a condom, dude. That alone was scary enough. And in my very younger years, I would just say, condom schmondom. <laughs> I should be fucking riding me, and I'm like, you know what? Boom, fucking rip the condom off, throw it away, fucking fucking stick my dick back in, put my finger in her butt, fucking bam, 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 bam. <laughs> fucking crazy, dude. I would just do everything, fucking, fucking, uh, put my fucking mouth on her fucking chin and shit, and start sucking away like it's what the fuck am I doing? I'm just inventing shit. That's fucking funny, animal, dude. fucking weird, dude. And to me, like in the moment, like I'm just living it. I'm just doing whatever the fuck I want. When the the thing is, when I analyze it later, that's this is when the fucking robot like, comes into play. What the is brain this? comes in, and he's like, "That was really funny. <laughs> like, why did you do that?" Like you spent an hour fucking sucking on her shoulder. What the fuck? That's not even a turn on. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's like, it's like wait, she's like, what did you do? Like, I, don't I don't know. even know. The fuck? Fucking biting her fucking elbow and shit while you doggy style her or what? Like, what are you doing? That's fucking funny, yeah. dude. Dude, so- I remember one time. Um, so, 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 so. It was like, uh, well, everyone knows this story, but it was me and Jess and we we're just fucking around in the bedroom. And then like, I got her fucking arm mm-hmm. and then, you know, like every, we just tested every fucking crease. Like I got, I got in between, what do you call this shit? Like the fucking forearm and the bicep. Oh, yeah. yeah. I fucking stuck my dick in there. <laughs> took my dick, like every crease, like in between the, the knee, like the back of the knee, fucking stuck it there, stuck it everywhere. 
just experimented. It wasn't even a horny thing. We were just impulsive and stupid. What the I'll fuck? I'll just say, hey, so let me just fucking, funny. fucking put your chin down and fuck the shit out of your neck. <laughs> I, and I'll do stupid shit like that, that's dude. That's fucking funny, dude. Yeah, I just get creative and I'm like... Let me see what that's like. I bet you you're going to get tagged in a bunch of videos like, yo, I tried that chin fucking thing. It was amazing. And I fucking came on her shoulder. It was crazy. <laughs> it's like the fucking <laughs> stupidest thing. Yo, you ever fucking fucking came on her kneecap, though, bro? <laughs> I just bet you you're putting her dick in between her ear and her head. She goes, wait, we even try that shit. We should have thought about oh that. Oh my god, the fucking fucking two fingers out like that, like a cigarette, man. <laughs> <laughs> two fingers out like you're holding the cigarette. Come on, come on, fucking take your upper lip in your nose. <laughs> do, one, do one of these, motherfuckers. <laughs> dude. That's fucking fun. And that just goes to show, like, the creative impulses that I have. Sometimes they're dangerous. Sometimes they're just completely stupid. You know what? You just got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. When you're fucking too and you're horny, you don't know what goes right? on until after. That's why I always say the guy's sensibility comes right after he comes. It's like after you come, <laughs> you're like, okay, what the fuck? Why did I do that shit, dude? Yeah. That's so fucking funny, man. Yep. <laughs> you gotta hook her. She was like, "No tip, just come back again, just please. Back. Please just come back again. It's okay, just come back." <laughs> it's funny. Anyways, guys, that wraps this. That's a good way to end this podcast. Uh, what what was the question? The stand up thing, right? Anyways, guys, just um, just to wrap it back up. Uh, there is no specific for me to be a great stand up comedian. In my personal opinion: just be honest, have something to say, work on your set. And go out there and try it out. Write stuff. Write, write, write. Work on it. And then work on your craft over and over and over. Repetition is key in anything that you do. Same thing goes for stand-up. If somebody says that you suck right now, that means that you can only get better. And if you just end up sucking your whole life, well, at least you fucking tried. Who care? Exactly. Shout out to Danny Fang, man. Keep, yeah. Keep, keep pushing it, dude. I uh, I mean, number one supporter, man. Peace All the way. out. Peace, y'all.